Hello and welcome to the 17th episode of the Top 250 Podcast. I'm Sam Kane, and today our movie is what is perhaps the greatest gangster film of all time. Hey, I'm in no disagreement. This film is, of course, Goodfellas, directed by Martin Scorsese, starring Robert De Niro, Ray Liotta, Joe Pesci, and pretty much the whole cast of The Sopranos. Uh, I'm here right now with uh, my buddy who's... Born and raised in Brooklyn, lived in New York all his life. Juan Williams. Hey, Juan, thank you so much for coming on, man. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me, man. Good to be here, Sam. What's good? Oh, man. I I just, I watched this movie again the other day, and, you know, this is actually number 17 out of uh, the top 250 movies on this website, IMDb. And okay. I th- I think that's too low. I think it needs to be much higher. You, great movie, man. Great movie. This was uh, really a, a game changing movie, I'd say. Just just from the style of it. I'm telling you, yeah. And very influential towards like hip hop. Like so many like different hip hop videos and, and and songs that you know took from this movie. Yeah, like uh it, it certainly influenced uh the mafioso rap in the mid 90s exactly. without a doubt. Um the I mean they they sample like uh clips from the movie in some songs there's a Tupac song that has mm-hmm. uh oh you, you think I'm funny funny how, you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a great part. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like Nas um um it's it's one of those firm songs, and um, like the intro to the song is um, from like like that Goodfellas part. So when Ray Liotta was saying how he always wanted to be a yeah be a, yeah yeah, so like that firm song, the intro is um, I always wanted to be a part of the firm. In fact, it's A Z <laughs> talking on the intro oh, how he always wanted to be a part of the firm, and how Nas always rooted for the bad guys. So that it's cool how they took that from the movie Ashanti. Did a video. I think it was the Foolish video. It was kind exactly. of. It was uh, influenced by this. Uh, it was almost with like the, she with was. With the mother scene, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You Karen know what, Sam? I didn't think of that. You're right. That's the Foolish video, right? Yep. Yeah. When, and she was like, Where have you been all night? He just walked away laughing. <laughs> exactly. I forgot yep. about yep. that. Okay. Now, you've lived in New York all your life. Do you actually remember, like, when this movie was released to theaters? Uh, when it first came out, I didn't see it in the movies. Yeah. I rented Goodfellas, the movie, out of the video store. Yeah. That. Yeah, the oh, video man. store. It was a video store around the corner in my neighborhood. I miss those days you go in the video I store. I know, right? I, I caught that. the very tail end of it, Juan. I still got my video card in the drawer. So it's classic. <laughs> yeah, classic. And it was just, that's that's the first time. Um, I miss those rent, days. Rent, yeah, renting it from the video store. Yeah, 1990, because I, I know I was in junior high school. And it was just crazy. But like I said, I just, seeing it then, you know, when you're younger, you, you, it's like a totally different movie now. It is. When, when you get older, because you're really paying attention to different things, and, and you know, you, you see the storyline differently. But when you're younger, you just, you know, it's just entertaining. You're not paying attention, really. To, so, yeah, I don't remember too much it being in theaters. But I do remember New York being close to the the script of the movie, though. <laughs> that I remember. Oh yeah. Yeah. Did Did you recognize any of the locations they filmed at? No, I didn't. But yeah, you know, I didn't I either. Just noticed, just watching the movie. It's funny how 
this movie's been out all these years and you, you watch it and but you, you find different things that oh i didn't know this before and the beginning of the movie it takes i didn't know that it takes place in east new york and that's where i'm from yeah. you know born and raised in east new york brooklyn mm-hmm. and you know a lot of people I think a lot of people don't know, especially that live in East New York now, because now it's a predominantly black neighborhood that in the 50s and, you know, the 40s and the 50s, East New York was, you know, mostly immigrant, Italian and, and Irish. So it's just I just noticed in the movie that it took place in 55, I think, the, the beginning scene when Henry was younger yep. in East New York. So I was like, oh, wow, that's my, you know, my neighborhood. I, I, I just saw that. Yeah, that yeah, it it, uh, it takes place over a twenty five year span, I guess nineteen fifty five mm-hmm. to eighty. Yeah, but um, yeah, it was it was really cool how uh, they they filmed the whole thing in New York. Yeah, but I didn't recognize the scenes. Like yeah, the, the locations. Yeah, I didn't either, and uh, and I was almost wondering, like, oh, did they maybe shoot outside? of New York somewhere else to save some money because I guess back then it was a little more expensive to film in New York but uh, they did mm-hmm. film uh, like a couple scenes in New Jersey but I think okay. all, all the exteriors uh, take place out in um, in New York or they filmed okay. it out in New York. I saw the beginning and it said East New York I'm like oh man yeah because a lot of people don't know East New York and especially like Canarsie a lot of mafia a lot of mafia in those oh, days and yeah. uh a lot of, I heard the stories growing up, you know, um, younger in the 80s, how, you know, mafia had a big, had a big hold out here. And you, you even had some places where you had um, mafia burial grounds. Like, I heard all kinds of stories. So, yeah, real interesting, real interesting. Now, there's so many different, like, aspects of the movie we can talk about. I mean, the main uh, subject matter isn't really supposed to be taken lightly, but at the same time, and like you were saying when we were uh, messaging each other, you have to admit there's a lot of really funny scenes in this movie. Oh, man. Tons. <laughs> and I think that's one of the reasons why this movie's so memorable. There's just a lot of quotable, funny lines. So I gotta ask, what are two scenes that crack you up the most? Oh, that cracked me up the most, man. It's hard to choose. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, man, let me see. One of the scenes towards the beginning when Henry was still like a teenager doing his number runs and he's, you know, he, who, who's he working for? Um, Paulie's brother. Paulie, I forget, yeah. I think, yeah, I forget his name in the movie. But, you know, he's doing all these runs and, and he's, you know, getting acquainted with the mafia. But I, I love the scene when he knocks on his mother's door. You know, he comes home, he knocks on the door, and she opens the door and sees him. And, and, and he, she sees him in the shoes and, and, the, and the fancy suit. <laughs> yeah. and, he, and, he, and he has his arms stretched out. He's yeah, like, he's Mom, like, look at me. how do you like the suit? <laughs> she looks at him. She says, you look like a gangster. She's <laughs> horrified. Like, the acting is so great. Like, just because I look at details. Like, she looked at him like... And he didn't do nothing wrong. Like, she opened the door. He has on nice shoes <laughs> and a nice suit. <laughs> and the look at the stress on her face, she was like, you look like a gangster. So that cracked me up. Like, that was just amazing. Like, the way she looked at him, you would have thought he just robbed somebody. <laughs> oh, yeah. They, they did such a good job with the small characters and their reactions oh, and everything like that. All the like small that. characters. Even, like, Jimmy's mother. Jimmy's mother's hilarious. Oh, like, the scene God. when... Um, who got married? Um, when yeah, when Henry got married, yeah. when he got older and he got married, and they're at the table, they're all celebrating Henry's dancing, 
And it's just funny how, like, the mother's just sitting at the table, right? Everybody's sitting at the table eating and drinking, and she's just talking, just rambling, saying, you know, look at Jimmy. When are you going to settle down? Like, she's talking to Tommy, like, when are you going to settle down? Look at Jimmy. He, you know, he has a nice wife. He's got... <laughs> it's just a funny movie. I really liked... Uh... <laughs> I, I don't know uh, the babysitter with the with the with, with the hat. <laughs> I need my hat. <laughs> she said, "I'm not going nowhere." When, and he's like, "Are you serious?" He's like, "You gotta be shitting me." We gotta he's go like, to Long I, Island. <laughs> I can't do it. I need my I need my hat. That's my lucky hat. Hilarious. <laughs> yeah. So apparently they had the script. I guess they wrote the script. He, so it's based on a book, uh, Wise Guy. Okay. Oh man, I don't have the author's name in front of me. I'll have to. I'll, okay. I'll look it up in a little bit. Yeah, Gorsese read his book. All these people, for the most part, are real characters. Henry Hill was a real person. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the real Henry Hill died yeah. in 2012. Yeah, Scorsese read the book and was like, "Oh my God, this is this is amazing." Like I've always wanted mm-hmm. to make a gangster movie. We gotta do this. Um, I think they did 12 drafts, and okay. then they actually. I I think they they did extensive rehearsals, so that's why um, I I think it it made like a lot of the the scenes more natural than scripted because they were allowed to improvise in the rehearsals. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And, and then I think they would just they would they would do like um, I don't know like a dozen or so different like rehearsals allowed. Mm-hmm. Did, didn't really stick to the dialogue completely and then you know took note of like which which parts were funny what worked and everything and, mm-hmm. I, and I think that's how they ended up that's how Pesci ended up recalling so I guess Joe Pesci growing up was a, a waiter somewhere in New York and okay. um, I think he was delivering food to uh, like a, a mafioso person or whatever and okay. uh Joe Pesci actually said like, "Oh, that's funny." After um, something he said, and uh-huh. and and the, the gangster guy was like, "Oh, funny! Like, what? What do you mean funny?" <laughs> so that's so where that's that, where he got it. That, yeah, <laughs> that, that that was like that was like something he experienced growing up. So he, he used that in the movie, and I guess during the rehearsals he recalled that and was mm-hmm. like, it ends up becoming like a you know like five minute scene in the movie. Oh, that's great. See, yes. He's like, no, he's just funny. He's just, you know, the way you tell the story. He's like, and then the whole room gets quiet. Like, when you look at the whole, the whole bar is now looking at them talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so now the whole, like, every the whole, all the pressure's on, on um Henry. He's like, what do you mean I'm funny? Explain. He's like, and, and the other guys are like, calm down. um, Calm down, Tommy. He's like, no, he's a big boy. Let him talk. <laughs> and the look on Henry's face is like, are you serious? Like. No, he's just a funny guy. It's just you know how you say things. He's like, what do you mean I'm funny? What am I a clown? What do you think? Yeah, it's almost it's suspenseful. Like, it's like you don't you, we do don't I know if he's serious. You? Yeah. <laughs> it's just like, oh my god, is he serious? We're like we're in Henry's position. We're like, oh god. But then like you say, the scene goes on, right? Then he hits the other guy and then they're joking. He's like, You're a funny guy. He pulls out the gun on him. He's like, I'm a... <laughs> So the best things, things like the best things, you don't even plan. Look at that. Exactly. That's, I forgot about that scene. That was a hilarious scene. You're a real funny guy. <laughs> but, but like, even though it doesn't really have like a ton to do with like the actual plot of the movie, it tells you so much about uh, Tommy, the character Tommy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Real live wire. Yeah. <laughs> 
oh my god yeah it just goes on and on <laughs> and, and that's the thing like it seems like some scenes are gonna like end you're like okay that because like you know they they uh they did a little uh they did a lot of unconventional uh things with this movie especially with the editing uh not mm-hmm. not what you used to see in in mainstream movies at the time um and like it seems like scenes are gonna end but then the they they keep going like um, the scene where uh, they just celebrate they're celebrating the heist and uh, the one guy ends up buying a, a pink Cadillac Coupe de Ville for his wife and he's just he's just like it's okay it's under my mother's name he's like he's he like, says it so many well, times yeah. it, it, it <laughs> he just keep you think the scene's over he's like starting to walk away and then like and he, then somebody else comes in um and his lady has the main coat on right yep yeah he takes the coat off. <laughs> You gotta return. Like, what, what do you got? Yo, man, hilarious. Oh man, it's just like I said, so many classic parts, and like each character, just the way they, they're acting is just so precise. And like you said, they, they improvised a lot. You could just tell. Like, oh yeah, they got such a good cast. And like I said at the beginning, like a lot of these guys ended up, uh, like a lot of the, the small characters in this movie ended up becoming like major characters in the sopranos like they ended up did you ever watch the sopranos that show i never got into the sopranos oh, i watched man. a couple of episodes but no nah, i never got in too much with the sopranos yeah but i know a lot of them went to the sopranos yeah yep yep um actually the uh um karen hill uh lorraine okay. bracco that that's the actress who played her uh she okay. she played tony soprano's therapist on the show okay. so she wasn't even like uh really a gangster on the show I, I think they wanted her to play tony's wife originally and then she was just like no nah, i mean i've done this before like the actress was <laughs> like i've done this I'd, ra- I'd rather do uh you know a different role so they gave her that one and like there's so many concepts to the movie like how like i look at like how henry wasn't even loyal that's why i brought up the like looking at the movie henry's story reminds me a little bit of six nine like how six nine how he got in how he got popular but he didn't really get mainstream until he linked with the bloods and you know how the bloods took him in and Mm -hmm. it's just like how how they took henry in and henry wasn't even full italian i don't believe in the movie right he was like half yeah he was half half so it's like you can't become a made man unless you're full italian but they still you know like Paulie and him still gave him, showed him so much love. Even that scene when he got his first, when he got pinched for the first time when he was a kid mm-hmm. for, for selling the cigarettes. And then just the, just the scene to me was touching almost like, cause I get emotional watching movies, Sam. Like, mm-hmm. but the scene after when he, when he was released um, out of court and just to see Paulie and all the old time, it's like the old guys waiting for this young kid to come out of court. It's just beautiful. You know, like how they all stuck together and brought him in. Yep. And then it's just ironic at the end of the movie, he turned on him. You know, it's just uh, yeah. real ironic, like how they brought him in, and at the end, he turned on all of them. It's crazy. Yeah, it's it's almost like yeah. you you can't really root for Henry at the end it, of the day. Yeah, I know, I know. And, and Paulie, you know, Paulie showed a lot of patience. You know, he was like a father figure to him. You know, oh, like yeah. he showed a lot of patience, and and he told him, you know, you know, don't you know leave. When they got out of jail, he told them, leave the drugs alone. You know, I don't want that stuff. I don't want them problems. See, those old, the old school mafia guys, they didn't, you know, 
want to deal with the drugs like that. You know, they mm-hmm. want to deal in other things. You know, they don't want the drugs. You know, that brought in negative attention to, to them. But Henry couldn't leave it alone, you know. So that was his downfall right there. Yep. Yeah. No, they did a good job showing that. Yeah. But uh, that was one of my favorite scenes. Like, it, to me, it was touching just to see all those guys. And like I said, they, was, they wasn't like his peers or his age they was like the older guys, and, and you know, they're, they're out there in support for him coming out of jail. Yeah, because he did the right thing. He kept his mouth shut, and, you know, the the judge wasn't going to do anything because, you yeah, know, he yeah. was connected to all <laughs> them anyways. Yeah, they had everybody. Yeah. <laughs> you even see, remember you, you, how you saw the lawyer smile at the judge, and the judge was looking like, <laughs> <Yep>. yeah, another, another <laughs> one. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Another one of these. <laughs> yeah, man. Just, but it just shows you like the the whole the storyline, just from loyalty to, you know, just it's just crazy how ironic how it turned at the end. Yeah, it's really too bad. Did you notice at the end, um, it got a little uh, more intense, like especially with the editing, um, kind of like paralleling how um, Henry was uh, using drugs and everything, like. It was a lot more fast-paced towards the end, almost like a a little more manic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it's almost yeah. like um, no, I no, I know. I'm gonna tell you, I, I could kind of relate to, especially when he was on paranoid and he saw the hell of yep, yep. <laughs> hey Sam, I could I could relate sometimes to that. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I don't know, but 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 he was doing a whole nother like that. Yeah, he was doing cocaine. I had him so paranoid. Like you say, he was like manic. It was just crazy at the end. And just his his marital relationship was crumbling. Oh, God. It was, yeah, it just shows you, like, he should have listened to Paulie. Yeah. Paulie said, don't leave the drugs alone. He, and he said, I understand you had to do what you had to do inside the joint. You know, we all got to, you know, do what we got to do to survive, but leave the shit alone. It just, that was the downfall. Like yeah. you said, towards the end, it just started spiraling out of control, like quick. Yeah, it almost good, it yeah, made good times to bad times quick. <laughs> really did. It almost makes you wonder if, um, you know, maybe that was part of like the mafia's downfall in general. Like maybe they they'd be a lot stronger today if they never really got in the drug business. I'm telling you, that's the story. That's what it looks like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you see how um, Jimmy just. Um, no, Tommy just lost his mind. Like, like he went crazy. Cause what happened? He um killed the the maid the maid guy in the bar. Frank Vincent's character. That's the actor who played him. Frank Vincent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's his name. Frank Vincent. Uh, great actor. Uh, yeah. Billy Bats. Billy Bats. Billy that, Bath. Exactly. That was the guy's name. Billy Bath. Yeah. So since Billy Bath was a maid guy, and you know you can't you can't kill a maid guy unless you get the OKs from you know from the Higher up, so yeah, no, not good. And plus, he was a hothead. Remember the scene where that was a pretty intense scene too, and um, when he killed the 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 young kid, the bartender. Spider. Yeah, yeah, like oh, he shot him in the foot, and then yeah, yeah, that's what happened. The first scene, he shot him in the foot, and I guess the kid went to the get it wrapped up. He went to the hospital. He came back, but the kid, the kid came back, gave him his drink, and talk smack to him and he shot that was an intense scene oh, God. But, but i could take like you could take that scene and almost like you could almost place a parallel to when to when henry was a kid 
but they showed Henry Love as a kid. You understand? Like, they mm-hmm. didn't disrespect Henry. Right. But you understand? Like, Henry was that same kid as as the kid that, um, what do you call Tommy shot. But Tommy was so disrespectful and crazy. It's like, that's the parallel I drew. Yeah. Like, oh. Henry was that same kid, and all the older guys showed Henry Love. They brought him in. But then you got this guy, Tommy. He was so out of control and so crazy. He shoots the kid for no reason. Right. Yeah. So he was he was way out of control. He was spiraling out of control, and I think they saw that too. They they seen that, and then him killing that made man, killing Billy. Uh, what was the name again? Billy Bats. Billy Bats. Yeah. When he killed, that was you know that was it. That he that was, he went overboard there. Yeah. No. That that's I'm glad he brought that up. I didn't really think of that, but yeah, I like how um you mentioned they treated Henry with respect. So it's almost kind of again showing the downfall. The mafia, you know, they're as uh, you know, time went on. These uh, these older guys, the higher ups, they weren't treating the younger guys with as much respect, and exactly, it just it gets out of control, and you know, eventually leads to a uh, major downfall. Major downfall, yeah. Because yeah. like like I said, they they showed Henry a lot of love, and like I said, this young guy, he, he shot him in the foot, then he <laughs> kills him. Like that was. I remember when I first saw the movie, that was one of those scenes when when, when your mouth just drops. Like, yeah. He just killed that kid. Like, yeah, yeah. Tommy was so out of control. He, But Joe Pesci, he he played the hell out of that part. I'm telling you, he played the hell out of that part. Oh, yeah. He he was the only guy in the oh, cast to vicious. win an Oscar. He was vicious. He won an Oscar for this role, Best Supporting he, Actor. Yeah, he, he's, oh, he was vicious. He was, his character was so vicious. Yeah, the the way they they show the the killings in this, it's it's so like cold, you know. Like some movies, when they show someone about to get killed, they'll do like the slow motion thing or whatever. But mm-hmm. this, yeah. it, it just it just happens, and you're just yeah. like, oh my god. And and you had um this movie you had um um what's his name Samuel. L. Oh, Jackson, Samuel Jackson, yeah. yeah. Samuel Jackson, yeah. You had him. He, everybody, you had a couple of people in this movie. So well, oh, I yeah. think his name in the movie. Stax um, Edwards. What was his name? Stax Edwards. There you go. And yeah, yeah. Yeah, you didn't uh, see that coming when they kill him. But you know, I think they killed him because after they did that heist thing with, and he was the truck like the getaway driver, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He uh, he left the truck somewhere or whatever. I think he fell asleep. And oh, left the yeah. truck. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I find it funny. Like he he goes to sleep and leaves the truck, and then I think um Tommy they they go to his house, and I didn't expect that either. Like um, cause cause he was pretty close to everybody. Like I think he worked as a bartender also, and. Yeah, I think he played music for them. Well, he played well. music for yeah. them, exactly. Like, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, that that was a crazy scene, too. I think uh, he shot him or stabbed him in the head. Uh, I think he shot him. Yeah, he shot him. Oh, my yeah, God. But, yeah, but no witness, you know, they, no witnesses. He posed, they, well, they thought maybe, you know, if he gets caught, he's definitely going to talk. So. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. oh, my God, the sequence with, uh, you know, they're showing the outcomes of all the killings that uh, Jimmy um, arranged after, you know, people were, like, buying stuff like the Cadillacs. They are buying too much stuff. He didn't want any uh, traces back to the big heist. So 
started exactly. killing all those guys. Um, and they're the uh, the song they play uh, over that when they're showing all these killings is uh, Layla by Eric Clapton. Which, oh, um, that was this okay. Yeah, okay. they 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 had a really great soundtrack for this movie. They they I didn't give it a listen. Okay, I I never listened to the whole soundtrack. Yeah, they um they didn't write any original music or anything like that. They all used like songs from the period, whatever. A lot of like classic rock oldies songs. Oh, I know. I love that. I love that that period too. Yeah. Yeah. That um, what do you call Frankie Valley kind of. Believe me, I know you know Sam. I love all kind of music. Yeah, so yeah. I know a little bit about Frankie Valley. Yeah, they, yeah, they love that. Oh yeah, <laughs> little Frank Sinatra. Yeah. But yeah, just the uh, the the way the story's told is is so groundbreaking. Um, mm-hmm. The editing and everything. There, the fact that there's two narrators in the movie at one point. You got yeah. Karen as a narrator. Like the fact that they use narration was was really smart on their part because mm-hmm. they're able to get across so much information in a shorter amount of time like when i mean a lot of people may not say they they uh don't like narrators because it's like oh like they're just telling me what's happening like you know like i'd rather just watch on screen what's happening but like you can't really you do that with this movie. Info. Yeah, and then I don't know what you're watching. And, and then, then, like you said, with two now, <laughs> like it's it's double. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was an interesting movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was very influenced. Um, just the style of it um, was mm-hmm. influenced by uh, French new wave films. Like uh, the French made some like crazy movies back in the '60s and '70s that you know pretty much broke all the rules of film and just would. You know, they'd have scenes that make no sense at all in the movie, but but they would use editing techniques that would influence uh, Scorsese here, and um, yeah. you know they would like pause at certain parts, and I, I know, the narration like would keep you, going. You, don't, you you do not see nowadays, yeah, little intricacies. I know. I pay attention. I I love it. You just don't see it anymore. Um. Oh, uh, the author here is uh, Nicholas Pileggi. Okay, that's the, okay, that's the yeah, okay. still alive, still alive. It's pretty old at this point. You say pretty old, right? Yeah, born 1933. So. Exactly. Yeah, way up there. But it's just crazy how time, how time, like has gone on. Like De Niro's an older guy now. Like, oh my god, so yeah. I thought he'd be young forever. Like, right. This it's just a, one of my favorite movies too. I'm glad we we, we talked about it. Definitely. Um, and like I said, it's just how the movie started, like how you see the loyalty in the neighborhood and in the beginning when he was when, when Henry was younger and how everybody took him in, all the older guys. It was just it was beautiful, mm-hmm. even though it, it was beautiful, even though Henry should have been in school instead of running numbers. <laughs> and oh, my God. And they when, put the mailman you know, in the oven. But that was that was the neighborhood. That yep. was how, you know, a lot of parts of New York was. Back back in those in 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 those times, and like I said, in, in that movie, that that storyline, it's just beautiful to see how they brought him in and and how poorly treated him like a son, you know. And throughout the whole movie, he he looked out he looked out for Henry, and and it's just like at the end, you know, you know, well through the movie with, with Henry getting on drugs, and that that was his downfall. And just at the end, 
just the irony seeing him send everybody to jail. Kind of, yeah. kind of hard to sympathize with Henry Hill after everything we saw no, him do in the movie. I know. Like I said, it's almost like the you, you, you could draw parallels to Henry's character in Six Nine. Like, like I say, he he was a young guy, and and I know you know when you're young, you don't make the the brightest um, choices, but you know it's like. You know, six nine was poor. You know, when you're poor and you and you have a dream and you, and you got a talent in the music, but it's hard to really, you know, it's hard to make your mark and get in the, get in the game and blow up. So, once six nine got cool with what's this guy's name, Shoddy, I guess the CEO of whatever, and then he got started hanging with the Bloods and. They gave Six Nine more street cred, mm. like like how Henry got more street cred messing with with Paulie. So it's just, you know, I draw those parallels, but it's it's hard to now feel sorry for Six Nine because he knew what he was getting himself into. Yeah. You know, he knew what he was getting himself into, and you know, at the end, he had to ride on everybody, he had to ride everybody out. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully what people can take away from it is not get involved in the business. Exactly. Because it's, it, 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 you know, it, it's everything's peachy in the beginning, mm-hmm. but, you know, towards the end, once money starts getting involved and everybody's making money and, you know, then people start talking and people start getting jealous. Mm-hmm. The downfall of the mafia. No, but good talking to you, Sam, man. Definitely, yeah, you as well. I'll we got to get up with this casino. Whenever we yeah, get definitely. to it in seven years, <laughs> probably. Now nah, we'll, we'll, we'll get it done. Yeah. All right. Have a good one, man. All right, bro. Good talking to you, Sam. You as well.